Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. I'm Chris Horwoodell, joined by Greg Crone of Better's Delight fame. Greg, <laughs> how's it going? It's good, man. The the We had the weirdest, like, just, like, three-hour blizzard on uh, Tuesday, and then all the snow's essentially gone already, um, which was weird. It was weird. Like, I'm not used to a day where it snows like crazy in the morning, and then by that afternoon, I'm able to easily drive on a completely empty street. Right. Uh, to take my my kid to bell or uh, that was gymnastics day, but like it, it was, it was, it's just been a weird week. Weird week. Let's let's admit it. That was your ballet class. <laughs> yes, exactly. I you know sometimes Chris, you got to just work on your form. I get that. It helps with flexibility. All that I fun am stuff. I am considering. I was a big I was a big advocate of Pilates when I was a uh, because I had one of my. Uh, one of my basketball coaches was a big Pilates guy and kind of got everybody sort of forced everybody into it. Had the attitude of like, I don't care if you guys go in the gym, but you need to have flexibility. And I was, I got into it and now like more and more, I feel like maybe I'm going to go back into that, incorporate that like Pilates or yoga element back into my workout. Yeah. Just give yourself a little bit, you know, it's one of those things that isn't going to, isn't going to crush you uh, physically, uh, hopefully. I mean, obviously, it'll wear you out, but um, there's not as much uh, wear and tear. Yeah, well, that's that, that's true. Although we, we've talked in the past that I do feel – I feel cheated, like, if I work out for an hour and I'm not tired after and I'm not sweaty after. Like, I want to I wanna see the immediate, uh, the immediate results of what I was doing. Oh, that's like when I would do the, the Peloton on a more consistent basis – uh, it would be like if I, if I got off and like my legs weren't just like absolutely dead, it's like, well, why I feel like I wasted my time here. Yeah. This is, What's this the is goddamn crazy. point. Yeah. So, so I get that completely. Well, <laughs> exercise routines aside, we have much to talk about. <laughs> Bovadasportsbook.com open in front of me. We'll uh, talk about the Super Bowl that just happened. We'll look forward to next year, and we'll talk about everything else that's going on in this sports world. Uh, can I tell you, you're you're a big proponent of women's basketball, Greg, correct? Sure, yeah, absolutely. I I recorded, well, I, uh, you know, I, I also, at, like you, have YouTube TV, and I noticed that there was a Villanova game on. I was like, ah, oh, pop this on, the Villanova-Marquette game. And I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's the women's game. And I was like, oh, all right, well, whatever. Uh, can I tell you, man, Lucy Olsen does not get enough respect. That that girl is an unbelievable basketball player. I mean, there's so many good uh, good female players at this moment. Like from a college basketball perspective, it's crazy. It's crazy. They don't they don't get. Any, I mean, obviously, we we are seeing it leak it more and more into <clears throat> that sort of like main, I guess mainstream probably isn't the best way to say it, but like uh, the general sports conversation, it there, there's so much talent out there. It's wild. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if she was three inches taller, she makes a lot of money playing basketball. Uh, it's it's tough because like even when you talk about the people at the top of this class, you talk about like Caitlin Clark and Paige Backers. Like Paige is even Paige is six foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it it's weird because you feel like height doesn't matter that much in in the women's side, but it really does. It does make a giant difference. It's crazy. Of course, I mean, I, there's a bigger discrepancy. Yeah, you no, see, for you sure. know, you see like these little five two guards. Well, I remember, and I can't think of the girl's name, but I remember when um, going to watch Delaware in the. CAA conference tournament when I believe I want to say they were the seventh seed in the Elena Deladon's like sophomore year, maybe mm-hmm. um, they played JMU uh, and they had a girl who she was like, her name was Dawn. I think I can't think of her last name, but she was like five, five and just 
unbelievable, like un like legitimately unbelievable. And if she would have been, you know, six foot or five, even five eleven, she would have been at a top tier D one school. That's how talented she was. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. Uh, I'm making it my goal, Gregory, to get to God because God knows I get the emails every single goddamn day. <laughs> uh, I'm making it my goal to get to a, a Villanova women's game next year. Yeah, dude, it, I mean, they're they're fun games. They are fun games, no matter no matter. So it's just something you got to at least get the experience of. I get that. And since nobody else is going to want to come, I assume you'll come with me. I mean, yeah, I'll be there. Right. <laughs> you you know me. The good news is the tickets are a lot cheaper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the one key advantage. Uh, I got I got the email because uh, I get I get like the alum emails all the time, and I got the I got the email offering. Um, they they put in new seats uh, this past year, and I got an email offering season tickets. Like, what are ostensibly courtside tickets? And I was like, holy shit! Like, this price can't be right. Oh, it's it's women's season. <laughs> that that means it's correct. Yeah, it is. It is in fact correct. And honestly, like, thought about doing it regardless. Yeah, it was like if I I figure if I went to like two games, it was gonna be like. It was like six hundred bucks or something like that. Like six hundred bucks to sit courtside a couple of times a year. I'll take that experience and support the school. Yeah, why not, right? Why the hell not, Greg? Why the hell not? But we're not here to talk about women's college basketball. It's our it's the other podcast. We could if more, you want to. It's... Far more, far more popular podcast. Oh, look, I have, I do have thoughts, man. You know, I've been talking about Caitlin Clark since she was a freshman, and I just think, I think. All this attention got to her head, man. I really do. It's. I think. I think the coaching staff of of Iowa was even more like bizarre. The situation mm-hmm. over the weekend uh, when they lost in Nebraska, and they're like complaining about like music being played during a free throw or something. Oh, I hate when they play music in a gym. Well, but it's not even that. It's just like Doug, you lost. Like don't yeah. don't blame. Don't blame some other weird thing and say, like, that's the reason why you love. No, you got outplayed. Like, that's just the way it is. It's a weird it's a weird thing to complain about when it comes to 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 basketball. They didn't follow the whatever traditional rule. And I'm sure, hey, man, you're not supposed to play music during that kind of stuff. I get that. Probably was an accident if we had if we had to be fair to to the Nebraska stadium person. My guess is it was probably an accident, but it's also not the reason you lost the game. It just isn't. So, yeah. like, that one free throw didn't make that big difference where there was music going on uh, intentionally or even, you know, unintentionally or even intentionally. So, relax. Yeah, I mean, her her numbers are just bananas, though. Uh, just utterly. She is a, Caitlin Clark is averaging 32.1 points, 7 rebounds, 8.3 assists, and she's shooting forty percent on thirteen point three threes a game. <laughs> that is that is insane. That's video game numbers. We talk about video game numbers from time to time. That is like the definition of video game numbers. She also okay. I, this is a this is a somebody's lion situation because she's also listed as six foot, and I feel like if she's six foot, either she's a little bit taller or Paige is a little bit shorter. Yeah, I don't I don't know that. Who's lying, seems, Greg? Call, I don't know. Call, I, I don't call know. out a collegiate woman right now for lying. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on on calling them out specifically, <laughs> but I, uh, I get what you're saying. It, it, that's fair. It would be the school sports information department, anyway. <laughs> you want to uh, alienate any particular colleges right now? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Got to keep all your options open. Absolutely, hundred percent. Never know when, uh, when you'll be the the next head coach of the uh, yeah. Iowa women's basketball team. Right, exactly. I think I've already burned that bridge. So, who knows? <laughs> well, that's not true. Maybe you've just you've just uh, shown the administration that it's time for a change. Yeah, th- that I have the passion to do it. No excuses. Never surrender. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, all that. Never cool lose stuff. to Nebraska in basketball. And and like you've got this experience driving in snow now, and that's going to pay off in Iowa. Uh, yeah. See, now here we go. Uh, that's that's the thing. I, I I can I can survive the the brutal midwestern uh, winters. This is a this is a real post Super Bowl type show. <laughs> it's exactly what you're looking for. Uh, well, the Chiefs did win their their Super Bowl this year. They uh, made me look like a fool. 
made me look like a goddamn fool. It's not and, even your fault, though. It's more Kyle Shanahan than anything. Well, it all comes in. It, you just can't stop shitting on coaches, Greg. <laughs> you're, you know what? You're right. I'm highly critical today of, of all coaches, of all sports, of all uh, of all manner. You do allude to a weird thing, though, where allegedly 49ers players were unaware of the amended overtime rules for the playoffs. And yeah, that that unquestioned, that does fall on, on Shanahan. And I thought it was interesting because even during the game, I forget who the referee was, but when Mahomes and Fred Warner, is that right? The, I think the so, yeah. Coin toss in the overtime. When Mahomes and, and Warner were there and San Francisco won, the the guy, the ref did reiterate, you're taking the ball. So like the yeah. ref knew what the rule was. And he was... Uh, Gave, so. gave gave the yeah well gave uh gave the 49ers every opportunity to realize what mistake they had made and uh they did not well I, and i know it's easy to say it's a mistake now but it's a mistake it, anytime but it's not a mistake if they stop them on fourth and one it's not a mistake if they're able to, to not allow them to drive all the way down the field like but they still gave them the opportunity and they gave them sure they, they were operating with more information because they effectively had an extra down how do you not know the rules? No, how is crazy. that? How is that possible at this, at this juncture? Uh, like I get the Chiefs knowing the rules because they're partially well, they are the cause of the rule being changed. Yeah. So, like, I just don't understand how. Like, it's not like this is uh, this is brand new for this year. No, 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 no. This was changed like three seasons ago. What are we? What are we doing here? You have to be prepared. It's the Super Bowl. You have to right. be prepared for literally everything. Like, Did you see uh, Kelsey said he was texting Sirianni during the overtime because they they went over that rule so many times? No, that's funny, though. That it makes a lot of sense. I, he's not wrong. Like, uh, it, it just uh, being unprepared and then firing Steve Wilkes is just a hilarious, a hilarious move. Like, yeah, because that was that was what's wrong with that team. They gave up the second fewest TDs all season as a defense. Like it's it's a bizarre, weird scapegoat move to to get him out of there. I know. Of, I would be. I would throw a blank check at Steve Wilkes to come in for some like consultant type role in the defense. Yeah, and to be fair, Steve Wilkes kind of got screwed out of his only current head coach. Well, I guess technically he was the interim coach in Carolina too, and then they went with uh, Frank Reich. But like they, yeah, despite Wilkes doing better. Yeah, exactly, and the players wanting to play for him. He has not gotten a fair shake in, in a lot of his most recent opportunities. The old Cliff Kingsbury, well, Arizona thing. And you know what like, sucks? Like, he's he's from Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> one of the big things that, like, people really liked about him being there. The problem is, is the, the Panthers owner is just an unbelievable clown. So David Tepp, He's the worst owner yeah. in uh, football now that Dan, Daniel Snyder's gone. It's really bad that you can already claim that because I don't think he's been the owner that long, has he? No, but he's yeah. earned the right. Yeah, uh, well, Wilkes, Wilkes was six and six in 12 games. And then uh, he got passed over for Reich who did not go six and six. No, I don't even know if he coached 12 total games. Okay. Wilkes, he did have a, he, he did have the run in Arizona in 2018 as well. Yeah. And, but and he they got were bad. They were bad. They, no question. They were bad, but he was a one and done first time head one year and done first time head coach. And he was replaced by Cliff Kingsbury. Who, but there's a, there's an interesting progression to his coaching career because he won three games that first year, six games his second season. I'm just saying, anybody who hires him is guaranteed to win 12 games. Yeah, so I was, yeah 12, it doubles it up every time. Look at that. Someone get Steve Wilkes on the phone. <laughs> He's actually doing a show for us now. <laughs> I mean, hey, he is available. He is available. What is the, uh, yeah, crazy that they're, you blame that on Wilkes. Just utterly crazy man and i'll tell you what sirius xm will not stop calling me oh they ever since we bought this car you know they give you like the free trial or whatever they are relentless dude it expired it expired uh 60 to 90 days ago the free trial i'm clearly not purchasing it please stop call they call me nightly at like 8 30 almost every night they call me I don't get it at night. I get it during the day, but I get the call every single. And it's from it's a Pennsylvania number too, because mine is a Pennsylvania number, despite the fact that I don't live there. So they want they want me to think like, oh, this this might be somebody I know. Uh, they love to they love to make. They, when I was in the midst of that, my phone wouldn't stop ringing 
from mortgage. Oh, I forgot people. about that. It, luckily, that stopped, and uh, my identity, as as far as I know, was not stolen. Um, it's good that you don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I did checks and things. That's that's clearly you didn't find everything. <laughs> um, but the they that when I had like the don't answer don't ring for unknown callers on that was one of those one of those calls that I I was very happy to stop getting yeah. temporarily because they well, are I, just so I would annoying. say I did like I signed up. Like I, I, st- I, well, after the free trial, I was like, no, nah, this is crazy. I'm not going to, it's, it's literally more than Netflix is a month for internet radio. And, uh, I think I even said that to them. And I was like, no, this is nuts. And they gave, look, they gave it to me for like three ninety nine a month or something yeah. like that for a year. And so I, so I, I did that. And then I just didn't like, I changed my credit card and I just didn't re up this last year. They couldn't auto renew it. And now they would really like me to look if I, if they want to charge me, like, I'm going to say this right now. Call. I'm talking to you, Mr. Sirius XM. You want to give me $1.99 a month? I'll do it. I mean, to be fair, I think they probably would. They love that kind of stuff. Uh, your, your esteemed co-host on The Underdog is a man who haggles with them on a yearly basis. Uh, and he brags about it. He says it every time. He's like, just, just did my annual 10-minute uh, call with Sirius XM customer support to get my... Uh, to get my rate down back to what it was. And I think it's like, whatever, $6 a month or $7 a month, something like that. Even that's too much for me for the record. I, I'm, I don't like it that much. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts in the car 99% of the time. Me too. That's, that's the biggest issue. Like I, like, would it be nice to have? Maybe I don't, I, you know, but I, uh, I most, most assured, like most 99 times out of a hundred, I'm listening to, if it's just me in the car, it's podcasts every single time. If it's yeah. not, if I have my kids in the car, it's more than likely Taylor Swift. That is <laughs> that's that is, fair. That is the lot I have in life. Like I will have my like my Spotify playlist will be the other thing that's on. Yeah, everyone. I go through phases where every once in a while I mix in uh, something from Apple Music or, or something like that. But I can't tell you the last time. Well, I haven't had it for a while. But I can't tell you when I was just like, yeah, let's see what's on Sirius XM. The idea, the idea of radio not being on, or like what I want to listen to not being on demand when there's so many other on demand options that bothers me. And like, I'm sure other people like the randomness of that. And I definitely did as a a person who grew up, obviously listening to a lot of radio, whether, whether that was talk or music. The idea of the randomness of it was, was nice then. But now that I have the capability to literally pull up whatever I want, whenever I want in terms of music or in terms of, uh, you know, uh, podcast entertainment, whatever it is. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like the randomness anymore. I want to listen to what I want to listen to. It's weird. Well, and if you, if you do want a degree of randomness, that is like within your sphere, you can just turn on the recommendations on your Spotify playlist and they'll just mix in recommendations with your regular playlist. Yeah. And that are, that are based upon what you're actually listening to. So it's like, you know, and, and like my playlist is so crazy because it, it's just encompasses so much. Like, it'll be like, Oh, there, there's imagine dragons. And then there's like the beach boys. And then there's T grizzly. And I'm thinking about, I'm thinking like, has, has this ever happened? Have have this series of songs ever (laughs) been played before in the history of the world? It's like a, it's like a deck of cards. Like, I, I think the number is like if you properly shuffle a deck of cards, there's there's a crazy high probability that that is the first time the that order has ever happened in the history of the world because of how many factors are because of the the number of cards in the deck. Yeah, and you talk about all the different suits and like exactly yeah, right. That, that is so, that is nuts. So I guess I get some weird recommendations. Like, yeah, <laughs> I get some super weird recommendations on my Spotify playlist. And, you know, and look, I'm not, whatever, I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up about my, what my playlist is, but it's eclectic. Well, I mean, my, my stuff goes all over the place too. Uh, the other day, I think sometimes uh, Apple does like the, uh, it's like the, oh, the station we built for you. And most of it is, you know, songs that are in your library. And then uh, they do the same thing. They mix in stuff that, that isn't a part of your typical listening and, uh, like the stuff that comes on, like there's, there's a couple different jazz songs that are just in my, my library. And it came on while I was driving the kids home from school 
And they're like, what is this? Like, there, there's no <laughs> words, Dad. How does this? And I'm like, I understand that. I know there's no words. My apologies. Oh, I've, I've gotten that too. Like, I've, I've inadvertently left my playlist on the co- on when, like, we picked up the, co- the Young Cousins or something. And I remember we were, we were driving one day and the, the young lady was like, what is this? I'm like, well, this is this is Weird Al. <laughs> well, that's better. I mean, at least it's Weird Al, and it's not something that's like significantly inappropriate in terms. Oh no, they they're language. the ones who introduced me to that stuff. Well, of course, yeah, of course, of course. Like for absolutely, and you know, like okay, and like the last three records I've played, the, the Eagles' Christmas album. Jack Johnson's uh, uh, Jack Johnson's Dreamer, and um, and Kendrick Lamar. So like that is the that the is epitome the, of it, random. Yeah, it's just completely random. It's whatever I'm in the mood for. Yeah, yeah, I know that makes sense. It's it's so hard though. Like I always get jealous of people uh, whenever like the year end review comes out because like mine's it's mine's never going to be accurate to what I'm actually listening to because mm. so much of it is like. Like, yeah, man, I, I didn't choose to listen to the Lion King soundtrack you know uh, you 47 times last year. Like, that, that was not... That shit is a banger. Well, banger, banger aside, it was not... Uh, it's just not not what I typically uh, would want to listen to. And, like, if you look at my recently played right now, uh, songs from Reputation by Taylor Swift, songs from her Eras Tour set list, uh, songs from her album Lover, um, uh, the song Amarillo by Tony Christie, which was some old dark guys walk on music. Uh, right, but and like, what if this is from your kids? Yeah, no, exactly. Well, then it's like Frozen, Frozen Fever. Then you mix in the Gin Blossoms. Like, it's very, it's gin a very weird are mix. Legit, dude. Dude, you throw it on. You could throw on like any of their songs. Number one, they almost all sound exactly the same. That's true. Uh, but every single one is good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I find Gin Blossoms are, they're pretty much like a non-skip. And I find when I was at the tail end, when I was listening to the playlist, I was fine, like, and it's my playlist. I would skip like, like eight songs yeah. on average. Yeah, just absolutely. between songs. Sometimes you just don't, even though you like a song, you just don't want to hear it. Like, that's just, you, you want to find something a little bit different. I get that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, there are absolute absolute like can't skips like i don't know like meek stuff i like meek stuff um i i watched i told you i watched logic's podcast with uh with uh seth mcfarlane yeah so I've, i listened to a little bit of logic stuff lately um king vaughn stuff i don't know dude it's just it's just what i'm in the mood for but then it's like oh then i'm listening to kelsey ballerini <laughs> yeah you and matt and mike it's just good, man. It's good yeah, music. Sure, sure. No. I don't, I don't sure it's what, not, okay, yeah. Not. Why don't you put back on the Lover soundtrack? Is she is it is she country music? Is that what that is? I, I think she's she country music like Taylor like Swift. Country, country pop, music, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's definitely country pop. Yeah, I don't have. I don't it's not hardcore country music. music by any stretch of the imagination. I can't. I'm not a big like, unless you're talking about like like old like Willie Nelson stuff. Then I'm not like I'm not a country guy. Ah, come on, you you were big into Trace Atkins. I remember you singing "Honky Tonk" but "Donka Donk" back in the day. Don't Look, don't lie. That was my walk up song. <laughs> uh, yeah, country music stinks. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I'm not taking that stance, but I am. Um, I, I I'll gladly I'll gladly die on that hill. What do you think? What do you think the odds are that Bavada had us talking music? Uh, and before we mentioned like Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey, several says plus several thousands. <laughs> a lot of people cashed in. I I see they do have the Chiefs plus five hundred for next year, followed by the 49ers plus six, the Ravens a thousand, the Bills a thousand, the Lions twelve hundred, Bengals fourteen hundred, Cowboys fourteen hundred, Packers fifteen hundred. That's disrespectful. Dolphins plus eighteen hundred, and finally the Eagles plus eighteen hundred at Bavada for next year's Super Bowl. Felt like the Eagles were a little low. The 49ers, I, they're always because they were the runners up, are always going to be that high. But the runners yeah. up in the Super Bowl never tend to follow it up with with a great year. Uh, the year after, plus I'm sure they're going to start to hit different salary issues at some point. I mean, something just has to be the case with the well. The Purdy's names got and two cheap years team. left, I think. 
they yeah, no help. they they definitely get a, a little bit of an advantage there, but there is always that Super Bowl hangover for the loser uh, that does exist, even if you don't want to think that it does. The Eagles tried to pretend that it didn't, and then we saw how that ended up. But well, it didn't for the first eleven games. Yeah, well, it did. That's yeah, that's strange. true. It didn't technically exist because they were winning. Um, yeah. If you, if you roll the dice a little bit differently, I, the Eagles could very well have been like six and five or seven and four through those 11. Yeah, they could have been like a top 10 pick and maybe not that low, but top 15 um, this year. It's it's a yeah, it, we, we looked at them a tiny bit, uh, mainly because we're just we are the, the it was the goofiest podcast yesterday. Um, but we were talking about for sure, like that that Chiefs number plus 500 mm-hmm. to three Pete. Like and I don't think anybody's ever three-peated. This this team certainly has that opportunity simply based off of one player. Like that, that's it. He's Nicole he's Cole Hardman. I mean, let's talk about the glow up for Nicole Hardman. This man, this man was a jet a mere a, a mere you know six months ago. Not even not even six full months ago. And uh, to be able to pull this off and get back to the Chiefs and catch the Super Bowl win, it make two of like the biggest plays in the Super Bowl. And I know one led to a fumble uh, by, by Pacheco, but like you caught the game winning Super Bowl. And at the beginning of the year, you were, uh, you, you were, you were thinking Aaron Rodgers was going to be your quarterback. So like what a, what a crazy turn of events. I know. Plus Michael Hardman proved a very popular musical wrong by, uh, by not being a jet all the way. That's <laughs> uh, West side story references. I love it. Oh, like I said, post Super Bowl show. I mean, for sure. For Plus, I sure. used that. I used that joke during the Super Bowl. Oh, there you go. I like just, that. Uh, just recapping the stuff that I say in my real life. <laughs> Isn't that what this is? Recapping Basically. most of our regular conversation. Basically, I don't hate. I don't hate the Eagles plus seven uh, fifty at Bavada to win the NFC. Don't hate that at all. Uh, though I guess there are some questions. The Hassan Reddick thing has been a little bit of a, an ordeal this week. Came out that he requested a trade and was granted. Well, it came out that he was granted permission to find a trade. Then he came out and said, "Hey, I never requested a trade, but I do want more money." And uh, what do you think actually happened? Uh, I think I think that he, there was conversation and then sort of like a misunderstanding about what what the actual like moving forward situation was. Like the Eagles were like, "Ah, oh, you want more money? I mean, good good luck. Go find somebody." And that's the way that they took it. And yeah. he he took it as like, "All right, man. So like, they're not going to pay me, but like, I don't want to leave. So like, we can go see if there's somebody who wants to, like." It, so it wasn't like a formal uh, request for a trade or whatever. And then someone in the media, you know, do did what the media does and they misconstrue it, and then it ends up being a whole a whole thing, which is annoying. I think that's probably very close to accurate. I think. I think that his agent gave Howie a number reportedly he's looking for to like that top tier pass rusher money, which is around 25. And I think Howie said, well, you know, go see if you can find somebody to give that to you. Don't regress in your pass rusher. You had 11 sacks. Well, you had 16 the year before. And now you want to be one yeah, of the, he had the, he had the hand injury. I mean, that's fine. He and was very good else- after that. I'm not like, I'm not. Hassan Reddick has proven his worth to me. I'm not quite, I'm not worried about that, but I'm still not. He's not a guy I'm paying 25 million. Right, exactly. And if you went to Temple, you'd defend him to the death for some reason when I said I'd be fine trading him. Well, that's because um, if I went to Temple, I wouldn't be able to read or understand logic. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I hope that I hope that he listens. That would be awesome because he'd be very upset right now. No idea uh, who we're talking about. Oh, you're t- I'm talking about Mark. I yeah, I I <laughs> Uh, man, this is, it, it's no, I mean, listen, I'm, I like Hassan Reddick. Uh, I wish that maybe, you know, we could find a, a good, a good deal for him. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough situation that I think the media kind of took it and ran with it when they didn't have to. Well, and the issue, well, I mean, obviously they drafted Nolan Smith last year as a heir apparent to Reddick, but the issue for the Eagles is that, well, I don't think he has any guaranteed money left, so that is good. They wouldn't get hit with any it, like it wouldn't be a cap problem to trade him. But the value of trading for NFL veterans is just so weird. In that, yeah. 
there just doesn't seem to be much unless 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 you're a quarterback. If you're a quarterback, you get a couple of first round picks. If you're a quarterback under forty, but if you're anything else, it's like oh yeah, we got that that all pro pass rusher for a third and a fifth. Yeah, I don't. There's there really is there really is no like um, there is no there is no value in trades sometimes like for the most part unless like you said unless it is like a, a quarterback or one of those premier premier players like even receivers don't get don't get great return guys who were big game breakers like. What did we trade for? What you call it? The uh, what you call it for? AJ Brown. It was nearly nothing, right? It was, it was a first round pick, but sure. But that was like that day. That day's first round pick versus versus the uh, the like you're not getting any future value. No, I, I thought the value for for Brown was adequate, and certainly certainly it's a trade you would make, especially with how oh, young he was. But I mean, look at San Francisco. They give up what a, a two, a three, and a four for McCaffrey. Yeah, that and that's that almost feels like a, a steal for that. Yeah, and and yet in in terms of trade inequity in the NFL, it feels like they also some it was some it was somehow both a steal and they overpaid. Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's the NFL trade market doesn't make any sense because you do it in Madden and you're like, oh, this is what a deal. Yeah. How am I? But nobody ever does it in real life, so it's 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 a strange strange like market. Um, on the other hand, the uh, the Cowboys gave up a fourth round pick for Trey Lance, who uh, two years prior San Francisco traded three first round picks to move up and go get. <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah, it's the value um, of it's the value of the unknown. Yeah, draft draft picks have this just like incredible, incredible value until that player is drafted, and it's like, oh yeah, that was uh, that was Christian Ellis. Congratulations. <laughs> it's because anybody anybody can be Brock Purdy, but but also anybody can anybody can be just somebody you forget in a year and a half. It, yeah, no, you could be you could you could just be a guy that never makes a roster or does but is like a cut one year later. Like you could be you could be Matt Corral. You could be yeah, I mean, how dare you? Matt Corral's a future MVP of this league. Um, well, he's, he's back. He's playing in the uh, in oh, where I forget where he's playing. I sent it to Matt the other day. Yeah, he future MVP signed. of that league. He just got signed. <laughs> well, yeah. See, he he, he d- d- don't 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 poop. And no no uh, shots at Matt Corral. Matt Corral's dealing. He's got some stuff. No, I I'm just messing around. I I like I like taking the Matt Corral. Uh, anti-Matt Corral side just simply because I know Matt will get upset. Not Matt he, Corral, but Matt. No, it's Matt Corral. He's listening. He, he's signed <laughs> with the Birmingham Stallions of the UFL. Ah, all right. Well, hey, well, I mean, that means we'll be seeing him on Sunday shortly. What happens? Did we establish if Jordan Tayamu is still in the UFL? I, I don't know if we ever actually looked it up. What happens if Tayamu goes up against Corral? Like, what, what, just, what do you do in that situation? I mean, situation? Matt's head might explode. <laughs> yeah, when he looks at the stats for the game a week and a half later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was a big Battlehawks guy. To be fair, he was somebody that was that was watching Battlehawks games when they were on. I'm not sure why. Um but he was certainly on there. He was a DC defender in 2023. That's the XFL. So I don't it doesn't appear that Tayamu is associated with anyone at the moment, but you would think that as he led the USFL in passing touchdowns in 2022 and yards, and he was all XFL first team last year, XFL offensive player of the year last year, he will more likely than not have a position in the UFL. By the way, what is what does U stand for? I don't maybe blame my is ignorance. It United? That the would United make sense. League? Well, then that it's would, definitely not that. That, <laughs> it's that, make that makes sense. a lot of sense. UFL stands for the United Football League. All right. Well, hey, then that works. Scheduled to start playing March 2024, Greg. Uh, that's CEO Ross Brandon fa- founded the last day of this year, December 31st, 2023, this past year. I, I, I That's so bad. That's, <laughs> why? Like, why, oh, yeah, do we need, is... why do we need spring football? I love football. I do. And I've given, I've given every iteration of the spring football games 
the 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 benefit of the doubt the past few years but it's very obvious that we're we're out on it we're like it's over we nobody nobody really cares that much to the point where we had like seven leagues at once that ran like concurrently and then now they're all one big league oh shit greg we have big news in the ufl the Cincinnati Bengals made an interesting transaction Wednesday, releasing veteran quarterback and reigning XFL MVP Adrian McCarron. McCarron was signed this past offseason to give the Bengals depth at the position following Joe Burrow's season-ending wrist injury. McCarron reportedly plans to re-sign with the St. Louis Battlehawks, oh, who played the XFL last season and there will be part go. of the UFL's inaugural season. Who? I mean, who? who isn't excited? Who isn't excited about this? He's back. He's back, baby. Do you think he fact he had like a Michael Jordan type fax and just like faxed I'm back to the Battle Hawks? <laughs> he definitely did press release style. Just just I'm back. I love it. Uh, I love it. I'm excited. Uh I'm hyped oh, for I mean, I know, I know there'll be lines for it. Yeah, what is this change? I'm like, I gotta find there's gotta be UFL lines. I have to find this because this has to change lines. The Battle Hawks have to just fly up the possible standings. I'm not not seeing any UFL lines at Bavada just yet, which is probably the safe way to go, quite frankly. <laughs> it's a few weeks early. It feels like the safe way to go. There are CFL futures. Um, got some draft stuff. If you want to, uh, you want to guarantee you win a little bit of money. You can. You can take uh, Caleb Williams minus 800 to be the number one pick at Bavada. He will be the number one pick when it's all said and done. And so may, it may not be the Chicago bears. We'll see that, but it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see which way they, which way they go here. If they, if they choose to go with field and just continue on this current trajectory or that just feels like the wrong decision, man. Right. I don't know if Caleb Williams is the right decision though. Caleb, okay. Well, Caleb Williams is the, in my mind, the most boomer bust pick that we've had in a long time. And and honestly, I think it's very unlikely that he busts in the regard that he's not a, a good NFL player, but maybe not a leader of men. Um, he's just his upside is Patrick Mahomes. It is. It's just that is the upside, and players don't. It's you know, hit that 100% un- it's upside. Such an unfair comparison. Oh, it's an unfair comparison to absolutely anybody. Yeah. No doubt about it. But that is the player who he most evokes wa- when you're watching him play. He makes throws that other people wouldn't try or think about making because he has the arm talent to do so and the maybe the brazen nature to do so. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens at number two with Washington. Is it Drake May? Is it Jaden Daniels? By the way, has there been uh, another school other than uh, than LSU that you can remember that had two guys in a decade just come out of nowhere to be top two picks at the quarterback position? No, I can't. <laughs> like to get Burrow and Jaden Daniels out of one school when like neither one of them was really considered much of anything going into the season is bananas. And then they both end up winning the Heisman and obviously Burrow wins the national title there. Like it's, it just proves to you that, that the people who are analyzing all of this, whether it's the actual team perspective or, or anything like that, the, the different drafts and mocks and all they, they, it's so much of it is while it's an educated guess, so much of it is a guess left and yeah. right year in and year out. Well, and it's it, why it, I don't, it's it, why it's oh, God. Sorry. No, it's gone. It, it certainly helps that you have Malik neighbors and Brian Thomas playing wide receiver for you. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure Jamar chase had a big, had, had a lot to do with, uh, with, with the success of burrow as well. Right. Like let's, let's not pretend um, that that wasn't the case. Uh, it helps. But, yeah, just a tiny bit. Um, but no, my my biggest my biggest thing is, um, it just like it's it's all such it's such a crapshoot, and I don't know. No matter how much tape you watch and everything, you you won't, you never one hundred percent know what that transition is going to be because I I mean whatever you could say whatever you want about Mahomes' college career, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody thought that this would be the seal. Like, and obviously we don't no, even know. 11. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. 
the bear the bears mortgaged several years of picks to move up to take mitch trubisky at number two yeah insane. so it's it like it it's that's the craziest part about the draft and why it's so fun all in all, like why it's one of the more entertaining things that you can watch when it comes to sports. By the way, if you think there is some possibility, there is some world out there where Caleb Williams goes one, Bo Nix goes two and Michael Penix Jr. goes three. You can currently get uh, that the odds plus 25,000 at Pavada. Time to get rich, baby. I don't think that's true. Hey, speaking of the draft, I don't know if you saw that the NBA made the curious decision to turn their draft into a two-night process, expanding the second round from two minutes to four minutes a pick. And I guess my question is, uh, who is going to watch the second day? Mm, nobody watches the second round. Right. Now. Like the draft is kind of like when, when you get to the 20s, you're kind of like, well, this is pretty much over. Yeah. No, no, no one is, Chris. If for, for, uh, for to answer your question, no one will watch that second day, and that's going to be bad for for the ratings. I can imagine. And like, do we do we really? I I know it's like, oh, they're giving them more time to like make trades and stuff prior to day two, but do we do we need four minutes? And I know in the grand scheme of things, four minutes is an incredibly long period of time, but like, do we need four minutes for like? you know, the Pistons to take Jalen Dyson, number 53. Like, I mean, I, I'm good. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we got it covered to be fair. You want to see, you want to see where Judah Mintz ends up? <laughs> no, 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 I do not. Let's see. Sixers, man. Do they still? No, I don't think they have. I don't think they have this Raptors pick. Did, did they get up? They're still listed as having a pick. Is the NBA uh, season over yet? I feel like it's over. Uh, picking Tyler Smith in the first round, by the way. Take that. Uh, what do you think of the the recent Sixers moves? By the way, they've been playing super fun basketball. Fun, sure. Winning basketball, I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with that. But they they could have beat the Heat last night, and they won the night two nights before. But sure. Uh, yeah, they could have beat the Heat. Um, the t- the team that only tries in the playoffs. Um. But it still has a very good record. Let's they always go. do. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, no, I mean, my, 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 I don't understand. Like, I get, I get the Kyle Lowry thing. Hey, hometown guy. We're bringing him home. We do. I'm coming home video. Um, it, it feels, it feels several years too late. Of course I, it I just, is, but you don't get him for free several years ago. Yeah, no, you're, you're not, you're not wrong there. Uh, but it's, I don't know. It's, it doesn't, it's not something that like, that 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 because it it's not something to me that puts them over the top as like this ultimate contender, you know. It it's a nice piece, I guess, to have. Does anybody think it did, does? I I think some people pretend like it's a big deal. He's an added he's an added piece. I do. I think he's going to play more than we think he's going to. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. Oh, I do too. <laughs> um, and he and you know what? He was playing fine in Miami. It's just time had come and gone. Uh, I will say, Monday night. I at like like five forty five six o'clock. I was looking at I was looking at tickets for the Sixers Cavs game, and I was like, man, there are some really really good deals like real tight before this game. It was a seven o'clock tip, and I thought about going upstairs and being like, hey, do you want to you want to go to this this Cavs Sixers game tonight? And later when we talked about it, uh, Alexa was like, yeah, I would have gone. And uh, it gets cut to, like I said, this is like six o'clock. Cut to, I'd say it was probably 7.15 or 7.30. I went, and it was very early for this, but like we were going to order, we were going to order dinner, and I was going to take a shower before dinner. I went to take a shower super early, way earlier than I would otherwise. And there was no water pressure, Greg. Like nothing, nothing coming out of my shower. Just a trickle. Went downstairs. I sent you the pictures. Mm-hmm. Just puddles of water in my basement. My hot water heater went bad. I guess it was uh, the temperature wasn't regulating. It was getting super hot, and it was. In fact, I don't know if I sent you the pictures of this, but it w- literally scorched the PVC. Ooh, no, I didn't. You didn't send me that. That's yeah. Bad. So, like, basically, there's a bomb in my basement just waiting to go off. The pressure relief valve worked the way it should. The pressure relief valve 
let all the water out, let the pressure out. And that's why there was a couple of inches of water in the unfinished side of my basement. Thank God. And it didn't get to, it didn't get to the other side, but ended up losing both hot water heaters. So that was fun. Uh, we had, <laughs> it, didn't have hot water for a couple of days. Didn't have water. Uh, I guess for probably for four hours. It was, that's probably all it was. I turned the, as soon as I realized what was going on, I turned the water off and then I'm a child. So it didn't occur to me that like, Oh, I could just turn the water off to my, my hot water heater and still have water in the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. Took my contractor coming over to tell me, to remind me of that. Being but, an adult is uh, fun. I, I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. So, well, apparently you can on all of them, but we had, there were valves leading to my hot water heater. We've got to replace, got a tankless hot water heater now, Greg. Very exciting. I mean, yeah, who doesn't, who doesn't love a good tankless system? It's going to be interesting to see how much I'm paying for it when I pay the bill tomorrow. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, man, uh, being an adult and having, you know, homeowner responsibilities really is just the absolute worst. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it, it's a, it's a normal Tuesday. You, you order dinner and you're like, oh, well, that here's a six thousand dollar expense I didn't expect. Yeah, no, it's it's that's exactly what uh, what you're looking for. Completely random. <sighs> stinks it and we got oh talk about grown-up stuff it's property tax season time Oof. not excited about that why gotta, should you gotta, be? gotta pay this mortgage every month i mean yeah don't even get me started on that i i made the mistake of looking at how much of my monthly payment which admittedly isn't that bad uh how much of my monthly payment actually goes to the balance of my mortgage it's like none it's it's, it's like 40 percent. yeah it's everybody's got to get their 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 taste chris that's how this works gotta get you gotta get you you i don't remember what that expression is and i don't want to say it wrong so um gotta get your taste is is the way to go being a being a grown-up stinks (laughs) it's it's never fun well i don't know i don't know when the fun starts when does that happen okay like obviously you and i talk about this a lot and the responsibilities of this whole being a grown-up thing do stink. But, Oof. you know, I've, like, if you, if you had the opportunity to go back to being, like, 17 years old, would you do it? Do I know what I know now? Sure. I don't know. Probably. Would you really? Just, just, oh, okay, by the way, for the record, let's talk about the fact that you have just wished your children out of existence. Ah, uh, yeah. I kind of I forgot that that would be a part of it. So, yeah, I guess No. I mean, theoretically, you could have you would have the knowledge that these could be your children in the future, and but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I probably like it sounds fun. I loved love that age, you know, a little bit older as well. But you know, like right now, if I want to go, like, I have a lot of shoes now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like, I like I my do. house. I don't really like where my house is, but I like my house. I do. I do own a lot of darts products that I probably couldn't have afforded. So yeah, that makes sense. I remember. Uh, I will never forget this, and I, I I don't know if I've told this story on the on the show before, but the first time that I was living by myself, and this is at this point, my mother was just uh, she was living, she was in a new relationship, and she was she was staying with the, the boyfriend at the time. And like, it was, I don't know, it was probably like May. And I was like, damn, it's hot in here. And it just occurred to me, I can turn the air conditioner on if I want to. <laughs> it's up to me now. Yeah. I, will never, I will never forget that moment. It's like, I have full say over when I turn the air conditioner on. Nobody's going to yell at me. That's a, that's a big one. That's certainly a big one. And like to this... That is so ingrained in people too. Like to this day, Alexa still won't, still doesn't like changing the thermometer. Yeah, well, because it's a, it's it's made to be such a big deal. There's things like that. Why why when my kids ask to turn the dome light on in the car when it's at night, why do I care? It doesn't really affect anything that happens. But every time I tried to turn it on, or someone turned it on by accident in on a nighttime car ride when I was a child. It was like I, it's, it was like I was, you know, signaling the aliens to come and 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 take the car with them. Like, well, that explains Mikey. It does for sure. But like, th- those are the kind of like, like you thought the cops were going to come in and just arrest everyone if they well, saw you with your dome light on it. That night. was one of those things that, like, the urban legend was it was illegal. Yeah, 
What would put part? Why put it in the car if it's illegal? Yeah, like the urban legend. And I believe that way longer in life than I should have. Yeah, me too. I still, you know, I still get, you're get arrested if you do on. that. Yeah. The mattress oh, tag thing. That's another one too. Well, I never believed that. That's nonsense. Well, it turns out if you just read it, it, it's, it's, it clearly says, you know, uh, it do not remove unless you are the like the end user of it. Yeah. Like the owner of the of the mattress. Well, what now if you're planning on selling that mattress later, theoretically that, that's an illegal move if you have the knowledge that you're looking to sell it. Who sells a mattress? A personal I, use? Yeah, I feel like if you go on Facebook Marketplace, there's gonna be a shitload of mattresses right uh, now. Facebook Facebook Marketplace is, is that's the wild, wild west, Chris. You couldn't for sure. Another another one. I remember being told that it was illegal for dogs or animals to be unrestrained in the front seat. It's another <laughs> one that I used to think was illegal. And then I looked it up recently and I'm it's like, well, there's like three states where they're supposed to be buckled in. How are you buckling in a dog? But it's not illegal anywhere. I saw, I did see a product on Shark Tank that looks like it would not work where they do, you do a <laughs> harness in a dog or a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that good luck to you, quite frankly just good a, luck to you that, that would not work it's such a great way to clarify that statement i saw this on shark tank there's zero percent chance this product's going to work i don't um, i don't think i don't shockingly i don't think they got a shark i can't yeah, what a surprise oh man i and, uh, while i'm talking about shark tank did i have i talked to you about that the the oh god the sauce clip no so I, there was this thing on Shark Tank, and it was – I forget. I, I think I saw it on Donut. I've been watching a lot of Donut recently. It's like a it's like a car YouTube. And it was one of the products that they bought on Amazon, like stupid car stuff. And it's it's a little clip that goes in your um, in your AC vent, and it, it's, its sole intent is to hold sauce, like ketchup, Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce. It's the only thing it does. It's a tiny little nothing piece of plastic. And they were like, oh, which one's real? Which one's not? And they're like, this chip clip thing, it's obviously not called a chip clip, sauce clip, whatever. They, they do $300 million in annual revenue. Wow. That we is. Need, we need something incredible. like that. Incredible. <laughs> something goofy and easy. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I think that's what we should spend the rest of the day thinking about. What is our version of that? What can we do to make $300 million a year annually and go on Shark Tank? Unfortunately, it'll be too late to meet Mark Cuban, but who knows who's going to replace Let's get this taken care of and set up. Let's get this shit taken care of. That's going to be it for this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Cronin, I'm Chris Horbidell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.